I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But don't kiss, all right? Because this is a Christian podcast. Hello and welcome to the Cold Popshire podcast. Um, today we're doing something special. I've got a couple of guests with me. Uh, you might remember Kieran Bennett. Hi. From our Dungeons and Dragons episode of Film Franchise Fortnites. Well, now he's part of the Cult Popshire family and he's going to be doing these podcasts with us. It's a bad decision. <laughs> but, um, and who else have we got here? Hey, it's Jess. I create the diversity within the podcast. Female. Because without you, we wouldn't have girls. Um, anyway. Yeah, what- Jess is the source of all girls from which they spring, fully formed. Yeah. Thank God. Because, you know, where would we be without girls, am I right? Yeah. Still in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Fruit. This is a Christian podcast, right? Yeah, it is a Christian. Anyway, yeah. as Karen said at the start. No kissing. This is a Christian podcast. And today we're talking about um, childhood games. Um, Christian people play them and so do sinners. Yeah. And uh, you might have noticed a weird thing that I don't think has ever happened before, but it's happening twice this year, is that we're getting... Two films, two very different films based on childhood games. So Truth or Dare just came out in New Zealand and it's a horror film about a game of Truth or Dare that you can't escape from. You do the dare, you die or you die. You do the truth or you die. You, If you don't play, you die. And there's also a movie coming out later in the year called Tag, which is a, based on a true story about a group of friends who have had this game of tag going for like 30 years. They play it for one month every year. And it's this like, you know, raw, fun frat pack comedy kind of I was film. Gonna, I was going to say, that one's not a horror film, right? Because I don't see how that could be a horror film. No, that's not a horror film. But uh, Jess and I did actually just see Truth or Dare earlier today. And Jess, what did you think of it? Um, it was pretty funny, actually. Um, they have this weird Snapchat filter-esque um, graphic, which they chuck on people's oh, faces when right. they turn into the demon. So uh, that's pretty funny. But it's, it's a weird mix of like that film Spring Breakers and fucking all I can see is the chick from Gossip Girl. Oh, is that it? Is she the chick? Lucy Hale? Yeah. Uh, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, Pretty Little Liars, my bad. I obviously watched these. Well, I've seen none of those things, but luckily I've seen the trailer, so I feel like I've seen the movie anyway. Oh, yeah, and it kind of gives it all away. Yeah, it's your typical... um, It's a very, like, paint-by-numbers teen horror film, like this ethnically diverse group of friends, and... um, One of them's gay. One one of them's gay. Um, But not not two of them, because that would be oversaturation. There's no actual, like, gayness in the movie. They just say (laughs) that they're gay. So it's like, don't worry, there's one here, but don't worry, they're not actually going to do anything, because that would be gross. Yeah, we're not there yet as a society. We're not endorsing that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's a sad reflection of the times that we currently live in. Um, I do want to just say, I had one, like, the film... Uh, you watch the trailer and you're like, this is going to be hilariously bad. You can go and laugh at it. It's not as bad as I wanted it to be in the sense that like, I, I laughed at how bad the film was like maybe once or twice throughout it, but it, it's not like a constant, this is terrible kind of thing. But there was one thing near the end. Of, we'll try and do this without spoiling it, but near the end of the film, you find out that a character uh, has been using an alias and they, they haven't been using their real name. And from then on, the main character uh, uses both a couple of times and so like when she's real angry she uses the name that she first learnt was his name not the real one but then the demon that's controlling this all-powerful demon that's controlling the game refers to him as the alias and it's like that's not his name and that really fucked me off <laughs> yeah it was I, okay there was nothing to really explain mm. that i guess yeah, that's my that's my biggest gripe with the so, film. So, okay, so can you tell me why, without spoiling the film too much, why was he using an alias anyway? Uh, to, to protect his identity, basically, because he didn't want people to find him again. 
The game kills people? Yeah. You know, no, that that did, I understand. Did you, did you get that if from I, I the did. trailer? Yeah, if I say too much, I'll give away who was using the alias. Uh, okay, all right, okay. No, that's fair enough. I mean, you wouldn't want to spoil such a complicated film, which, by the way, was produced by the same people who did Get Out, in case you hadn't heard that that film won an Oscar, and therefore, you know, yeah. truth or dare. I think I would have liked the film more if the deaths were more, like, Final Destination-y. Oh, people right. people fucking, like, decapitated or sucked into a pool filter. Shit like that is real funny. Yeah. And- wow. <laughs> Thanks for confessing that, Jess. Um, I have to go. <laughs> it's very PG-13 horror. Like, yeah. someone stabbing themselves in the eye, better cut to the reaction rather than see it. Uh, right, okay. Well, that's disappointing. I thought it would be, like, full-on... Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think maybe I was my expectations. I'm not going to see this movie, but I think my yeah. expectations were kind of a, a marriage between the two of your expectations. I was expecting it to be laughably bad, but I was also kind of expecting it to be Final Destination y, like yeah. really over the top, like you didn't do the truth. Now, like, you know, all these carrots are going to fall on your head and they're going to spear through your face and you'll explode or something. Yeah, that never happens in the book. That would be, I honestly, I'd be surprised if it did. Yeah, oh, that was incredibly specific. <laughs> This is, this is like Kieran's like deep seated fear. Yeah, it is yeah. my fear. But um, yeah, it's can I have a salad? But no carrots. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare even touch that bin of carrots. Carrots killed my father. You know what they did? No, like he didn't choke on one. He like was assaulted. He was assaulted with a carrot. All right, so but what we're here to do today is now that there's this, uh, we're living in the golden era of films based on childhood games, we're going to take turns uh, pitching some of our own films. So uh, what we sort of agreed was you can do like any genre, you're encouraged to make it kind of weird and... Yeah, we're going to pitch something, you know, we've, we've done uh, varying amounts of effort into how uh, <laughs> coming out with these things. Uh, so, ranging from paragraphs to remembering about this uh, the day before. Yeah, so, and and actually using a pen as well as, as a third option. What? Yeah, like it's the 1800s. Oh, what? Um, how, how was it writing down your ideas in black and white, Jess? It's, a, it's actually a blue pen, if you'll notice. What? Oh, I'm really bad Speaking at Speaking to the mic. I'm fucking trying. <laughs> it's Richard is taking too much of the space. Like, his shoulder is here. Literally, the other side no of the mic. No one can hear your little run. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it by the microphone. Okay, wait, does it sound I mean, to be fair, good? Richard is pretty beefy. Like, you know. <laughs> All right, well, Jess, now that you've finally positioned yourself properly, do you okay. want to start? Okay, well, I'll start because mine's the worst. Can I, like... I shouldn't touch the mic. Um, all right, so... Um, so I've created this little animated short film. Um, it's a heartfelt coming-of-age story at the centre of which is this young boy, Max. And the story starts um, at his birth where it's revealed that he is so hideously ugly and potato-faced that his parents abandoned him. And he is then adopted by one of the young Indian nurses of the ward. Um, she's unable to conceive with her husband. And so here Max finds a loving home. Then you flash forward 10 years, we find Max struggling and with bullying due to his appearance and his adoptive parents. Um, and throughout the film, we see him overcome adversity through friendship and his love of Indian cooking and like growing up a fish out of water in a judgmental Indian community is really hard. So it's just all of his struggles um, of Max. Max is hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kieran, thoughts? Um, well, I feel like Jess has kind of like really dropped me in the shit already because that's actually legitimately a good idea for a film, you know? so incredibly racist, sorry. (laughs) I mean, it is, yeah, but also like it actually has potential to be a good movie. Have you learned nothing from The Simpsons? Exactly. There's a whole controversy going on at the moment, if you're not aware. I am aware. I had to change my phone case because of this, Kieran. I had this really cool, um, blue... metallic and sparkly um apu phone case and then and then all this shit dropped and so i had to change it to this one of um bart wearing supreme wear and yeah it has to be a substance phone case or we're not allowed to talk to each other i also have a substance phone case anyway karen what's your idea what's your first idea <laughs> or, oh, so, so wait, we, we, wait, we, okay. we want to talk we don't want to talk more about the yeah, no, let's talk the, more about the, 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 um, the, the so what film kind of um animated style are you thinking um, I was thinking of going for more of like the. Do you guys remember Eddie and Eddie where they have like this outline but yes. the color shifts? 
within and outside the outline. So it's like really bitty. Can I can I drop a scalding hot take here? That's almost as hot as the curry being made in hot potato. Um, I think Ed, Ed and Eddie was a fucking terrible cartoon. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, I, can't. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, just no, want... I kind of agree. Yeah, no, uh, it was one of the shows I would watch, but I, I never really was that into. No, because I've it, probably seen like every episode. Because I read about people like really enjoying it. Nah, I yeah. thought it was crap. Ed was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. Ed. Just, yeah, Ed yeah. was but, good. Butter toast. <laughs> I liked... That concludes my memory of Ed, Ed and Ed. I liked Ed's The one line, the one beanie. character. His beanie made me go through like a beanie phase when I was in primary school of just wearing this massive oversized beanie all the time thinking I was real cool. Is that double D? Double D. Yeah. Um, like the breasts. Yes. Like like you'd see on the Canker Sisters. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, what are we thinking for cast as well? Who would voice... Beg your pardon. Um, we're drinking beer. Um, uh, who would voice the young hot potato? Um, I'd probably go for someone probably quite big at the time to give it a bit of oomph. I'd probably cast Tom Holland. Bit of star power. Oh, yeah, Tom Holland. He's very, he's he's pretty in right now. He's yeah. um he's the Spooder Man, you know. He's um, very youthful tones. Yeah, mm. would you cast him as like the young one and then cut to ten years later, or is he playing it the whole time? Um, oh no, that that's him at ten years. So oh, right, the, right, the flash right. forward is from when he's a baby. So we could say who would who could voice him as a baby? Like, should we get Julian or the baby of one of our friends who has a baby? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think he would do really well. <laughs> I just I can feel the star power now. I feel like he'd be quite natural. Oh, actually, when are you gonna um, when are you get Alec Baldwin? He's played a baby. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so true. Oh yeah. my gosh, okay. And he's real good at it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, like, he's like boss at it. <laughs> there's, an, there's an ad on Facebook for I think it's like Neon, um, which is like a streaming service here in New Zealand. If you're if you're listening from overseas, um, it's like a. Uh, yeah, it has, it's an ad for the boss baby, and it says, Alec Baldwin paying a baby? Say no more. Best movie ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was not my immediate thought when I saw that. Yeah. Well, that was a good start. That was a, well, not, not as in like, oh, geez, that was a really good start. Go work at it more. I mean, more like that was a good intro to the podcast. That was a, that was a good and, patch. Yeah. So, Kieran, would you like to go next, or would you like me to take it? Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. So, okay, so, so, I've, so I've got two. You know, everyone's got two. Um, this is probably the stronger of, of my two. Um, so, you know, as I said, forgot about this until literally the day before. Spoiler, it was me uh, I, that forgot about it. Um, so my first idea uh, is I'm, I'm thinking kind of like, you know, retro is, is always in. It's never out. It's always in. So... But because we've we got a new generation coming through watching these movies, we're going to bring something back that is now retro that wasn't considered retro before. Chain emails. So you get it. So in the movie, in the movie, you get you get an, a chain email, and there's a there's a message in it. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. We can we can work it out later. We can put something. Right, in, yeah, yeah. We can put something in that the kids like like you know, yeet or something. Like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or, or like minions. Yeah, minions. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a minion. It's 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 a it's a minion, uh, and it says banana or something like that. And and so what you got to do is you get the chain email and you're like, oh, whatever. But then you get another email that follows it up, and you got to pass the email on to a person in seven days. But the email has to pass through another six people before it can get to that person and they have to get the message accurately at the other end splash card chinese whispers email <laughs> so this email is like a subtitle yeah 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 oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. then we could do it like in 10 years with like texts yeah exactly exactly yeah so yeah. you can, so you can make it you know you can update it but also but it's still it's still kind of retro because you know the ring was about the vcr and so you know you got that kind of retro technology that's why it's scary because it's so old so in this case, yeah. you know, old people are terrifying. Old people are terrifying. Yeah. Um. So so you know, in this case, we're bringing in the we're bringing in the old people who are like, oh, I remember chain emails, and then we get the young people who are like, wow, chain emails. You know. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny how like chain emails were like this annoying thing in the late nineties, early two thousands, but chain mail is like this badass armor. Exactly. How did that downgrade happen? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so who are we thinking for, like, car- is this, like, one person's story, or is it, like, like Contagion, where it follows the virus? Oh, 
I think we want to do something a bit different with it. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go contagion kind of stuff. No, actually, I changed my mind immediately. A classic production staff. We're just changing our mind halfway through development. What we're gonna do is we're gonna do what they should have done with uh, that zombie movie that had Brad Pitt in it. World War Z. World War Z. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna do we're gonna do World War Z. What they should have done with World War Z. And we're going to tell multiple stories. Ah, yeah. Get right up on that mic because that's how that's that's how much you're feeling this idea. So we're not going to follow one person. We're going to follow multiple people as this horrifying chain email spreads throughout the world, and people try and desperately convey this message. But of course, you know, no one gets it because it's Chinese whispers, and it's a fucking terrible. What game. What happens if they don't send it, or like they don't succeed? Um. If I were developing the movie, mm. something incredibly gruesome, like, you know, uh, their heads would turn inside out or something. Well, Yeah. That's better than truth or dare. It's better than truth or dare, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so it, it, does it have, like, a big twist ending? Um, I mean, I think it should, because, you know, we're, we're, we're setting up a, a, a fairly tropey horror yeah, film at this point. cinematic universe. So, well, yeah, we're setting, up, we're setting up the children's games horror film cinematic universe. So, as time to truth or dare. So, I'm thinking that maybe someone's using an alias, someone's using a fake Gmail address, <laughs> and it forwards to the wrong person. Maybe it forwards to the president of the United States, and he auto-forwards it to everyone in, in America. All right, but here's the thing. Um, when is this going to be produced? Like in, in terms of like, when like when, is, when's this film coming out? It's coming out. It's it's slated for a 2020 release. No, 2019 release in October. All right. So, so we've got like six months to make it. <laughs> okay. So that means, um, what's the president going to look like? Because for like eight years, the president in every film was black, and now we're getting um, people are rejecting the idea of like the reality tv mogul president and a lot of people are casting female presidents which one are you going to go for oh we're going to cast a female president because the longer that we can deny the horrific reality that we're in the better okay no i can dig that yeah um as a female that pleases me as as producer of all females <laughs> <laughs> all right um Jess, did you have any follow-up questions you wanted to ask about chinese whispers email um thank you for Pushing my head closer to the mic. Um, yeah, so along the plot was the end. So you'd, you'd go for sort of like the uh, the Infinity War ending rather than the flip yeah. the whole movie on its head and you look at it in a completely different light. Yeah, because I haven't thought about the idea long enough to think of a way to actually flip it on its I head. I see. Yeah. Since it's like a techno-based, would you like consider doing a Black Mirror ending? Where it's like, oh, turns out that the email is actually someone that's trapped inside a computer. Oh, I like that. Mm. I like that. Maybe... The email is sentient. Yes, the email. maybe the email is sentient and it manages to break out of the email program mm. and ends up into the World Wide Web. Then we have Chinese Whispers pop-up ad. Uh, Chinese, whis- Chinese Whispers, semicolon, Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, oh, I love it. And then we're going to have an uncomfortable scene where someone vores a rabbit to death. Yeah. That was spoilers fucking weird. For, yeah, spoilers, spoilers for Rick and Ralph 2. What does four mean? A rabbit gets roared to death. Uh, they, they just feed a rabbit a bunch of cake in the trailer and it explodes. But it's really fucking weird. Um, Vore is a sexual fetish for like being eaten. And you can get like... Being eaten. Yeah, yeah. Be, being eaten or like forcing people to eat. Yeah, oh, isn't that feeding? Okay. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Because there's feeding. a feeding fetish, which is like where you make someone eat heaps. But um, yeah, Vore is like... So that if you go on like DeviantArt... There's like all this. Yeah, vore. just 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 go and deviate out and search vor. Like it'll be fine. It'll, yeah. it'll be all so good. like some some people get like there's like gory ones or there's like being swallowed whole and kind of just living inside someone. Do you know? Funnily enough, I we're learned- eighteen minutes in and we've only just now started talking about vor. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, we know you listen to the to vorecast for the vor. Um, yeah, I actually learned about vor uh, while I was. <laughs> this would be a great story, I'm sure. <laughs> um, while I was working on a children's TV show. Um, As one does. Because we were doing a like sketch where the presenter was in front of a green screen and um, wanted to be like inside an animated um, version of like different parts of the human body because he had been shrunk down or something like that. And so they, um, the the director like sent me an image of like inside a stomach and it was like quite nicely animated. And um, she was like, "Oh, um, we want more photos of this." So I reverse Google image searched it. 
and it took me to DeviantArt. Oh, gosh. And there was, like, all these Vore images, and they ended up being how I, like, found them. And, of course, because, like, the, the piece of shit, we didn't, like, credit the creators or anything. We just, like, stole their artwork. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to name the TV show, but if you know me personally, you know which one it was. Um, I mean, it's but, not that it matters. The TV show doesn't exist exactly. anymore. It's another clue for what it is. But um, nor does the production company. Another clue, right yeah. there. So um, yeah, that was pretty. That was a weird day. Like being <laughs> forced to look up weird fetish porn at work at my job on a children's show. Richard, how was your day? Great. I looked at a lot of vor and got paid for it. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time. For my- Jess is looking no, no, at no. some vor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just found a really good one. Um, so this is like a, what would you call it? A small mouse creature and kind of like a larger fox creature. And they're, and they're talking to each other and they're like, you know, I like music and stuff, but this isn't a real date. This is just boring. I thought we'd do more romantic stuff. And then the big- What does the fox say? The, fo- <laughs> the fox <laughs> says, don't say that. I'll make it up to you promised dear and lifts up the little mouse creature and it's like what what are you up to and then anyway the fox like sexily eats it and then you see it sliding down into the fox's stomach and then he says you are fine and he's like yeah yeah i'm fine thank you i love you yeah i'm looking at it as well that was real weird let's ha- let's, let's have a look turn it, turn it towards me it's 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 weird, like... Well, anyway, while you do that, I'm going to um, pull up my... Wow, my you're right. One. That is actually really strange and... Has awoken something inside has me. has awoken something inside <laughs> me. Um, yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to mention all the furry vor that was out there, because... Yeah, I haven't seen anything but furry vor. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually... Maybe... I don't know, does normal vor exist? If you're into normal vor, send us a message. Yeah. So we can... Block you from listening <laughs> yes, to our podcast. No, nah, I'm again. not here to kink shame. No, um, that's fine. If you're into Vore, that's that's cool. But like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Um, anyway, anyway, Richard, any Richard, um, Richard, okay, so my guys, my little pony Vore. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, how how am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, my uh, my first one is called uh, is a spy thriller set during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke stars as a member of the most highly trained spies the world has the world has to offer. The Mallards. When Ethan Hawke's partner dies on a mission, the Mallards realize they've been compromised. Ed Harris is, plays the leader of the Mallards, and together they work. Uh, they work together. They work together, Reverend. Together they work together to find the leak. They feel like they're running around in circles until there's some kind of shocking twist at the end. They find the goose in duck, duck, goose, uh, and their best scene at the end of the film, where they're like the 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 leak is in this room. And they're sitting there, and so like Ed Harris or Ethan Hawke's there, and maybe Ed, but I guess Ed Harris would be the um would be the leak. That's like who's Ed Harris? Uh, he's like this old guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's he's the train conductor in Snowpiercer, which I saw a video about today, and I was like, oh, he's old. Um, <laughs> he's old. He's 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 not going on. Oh, I can't look it up because I'm not on the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. Anyway, look it on Wi-Fi. T- t- take my word for it. He's an old guy. Um, so yeah, he um, he were he's the um. He's the director in the Truman Show. Oh, yeah. It's been a really long time since I've seen that movie. So I don't know anyway, anyway, um, he's old. So yeah, there'll be a scene there when um, Ethan Hawke has worked out who the who the spy is, and it's Ed Harris, and all the like the Mallards are sitting around a room, and he's sitting there, and he's like, "What have you done?" And he like he's like pointing at each of them. He goes, "Duck, duck, duck, duck." Goose, and then he runs away, and Ed Harris has to catch him before he sits back down. <laughs> and then he sits back down, and, and Ed Harris is just like, "Fuck, fuck!" I guess I'm the. I have to find the spy. I have now. to find the spy now, and it's like, "Oh, who's it going to be?" And then you get your sequel, which is also just called Duck Duck Goose. It's called Duck 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 Goose. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys think of that one? Yeah, it was a good interpretation. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think. I mean, you know, it was. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Obviously, the name does kind of give away, like, the twist that there's, like, an insider, but, you know. Yeah, well, that would happen in the first, you know, 20 minutes or so. It's, oh, that's okay. the setup of the film. Right, the okay, film. so that's, that's, that's the setup. Right, 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 right. I right. guess I'm just interested to see how the film ends, because with Duck, Duck, Goose, you just keep playing. 
Like, there's not an end to the Yeah, there's, there's no end to the game. game. So I'm wondering, what's the end Ooh. to this game? Well, I like that. I like the fact that it's like, no matter what they do, they're, they're always gonna, there's always going to be infiltrations and, and there is no end to the game, I think. Oh. I think that would be the... So maybe that's the thesis statement of the film. Yeah, is like, that, at the end, Ethan Hawke's like, there is no end to this game. So would it be like, duck, 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 cuts to black, and you just hear, goose. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You never, you don't find out who the leak is. Oh, I like that. I like that. I mean, you'll piss off your audience, but like critics will love it. I love it. doing that. Just like, just like with this podcast. Hey, if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So now it's time. <laughs> now it's time for Jess's second, um, you know, pitch thing, whatever we're doing. Oh, that's a really hard one to follow. Okay. I was just like, like I, I feel like I'm being really outclassed here because Jess is like, beautiful coming of age. And you're like, genuinely well thought out spy thriller. And I was like, what if emails <laughs> killed people? That's good. We're covering all bases here. <laughs> um, okay. So so this next film is called Hopscotch. And oh, we're revealing the title. Yeah, of the wow. Yeah, just, wow. It's just... not about the title. It's about the journey. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to go. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I wanted it to be like, it's an abstract romantic comedy, which follows Elijah and Caroline, who are two kids who share a close friendship over neighboring apartments. Um, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Anyway, and there's like this weird natural disaster like this earthquake which cracks this city exactly between their two apartments and they start moving apart and so they separate slowly over time and outside on the street the two paint a hopscotch path on the pavement to see how far they can leap over the split and so as time passes the gap widens and the children have to like leap further and further to get to each other and it gets to the point where they can no longer cross the gap and while this is happening there's like a massive civil war within this city and this film has it all yeah it's like there's an it's like the berlin wall of east and west and they they can't talk to you so it's like star-crossed lovers and um sorry how, how old are these people well they're kids but they grow up oh oh, oh okay so it's like it's like it's a film takes place yeah. over time yeah, yeah, okay yeah. and um because i was i was imagining like children and i was like i don't want to think of children as star-crossed lovers because that's weird well, like Romeo and Juliet, the original Starcross lovers were like 14. Yeah, and it's still weird. <laughs> Even though it's Romeo and Juliet, it's still weird. Pretty weird. Um, anyway, th- there's like a twist where I can't be bothered to think of like a twist, but they fuck over all of their community. And we realize that they're both- They poison themselves. Yeah, they're stupid and horrible people. And they choose their relationship over their community and their family. And they end up having a real fucking ugly kid. And boom, plot twist. It's a prequel to Hot Potato. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Wow. Very well done. But that's part of the um, cinematic universe. Yeah, I was like setting up the kids' game cinematic universe. Yeah, I like that. I like that you, you took it in more the like tag direction of it's about people playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I thought that was really good. Rather than using it as like a basis for a wider concept, it's like, no, the game is in the film. Yeah. And it's about the drama taking place around it. Yeah. Sorry if you just heard some real loud neighbor drive past. I don't know if you did, but. It happened. It they did. had some pretty gangster beats. It uh, shows the kind of neighborhood that we live in. A gangster one. A real cool one. A yeah. cool one. Yeah. Um, so, who would you um, cast as the two as the two leads? Um, just go Tom Holland again. <laughs> you just stick with Tom Holland. <laughs> just stick with Tom Holland. <laughs> and uh, Tom Holland and uh, who else is a young chick? You. Tom Holland and me, Starcross lovers forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Tom. Um, yeah. Let's be honest, I'd be a Starcross lover with Tom Holland. Yeah. Well, when I originally wrote this, I changed the name to William. And then I'm like, fuck, no, that doesn't work. They have to have a kid. So I had to change it back to a chick. Otherwise, it would just go on about, like, the struggles of their adoption. All oh, right. Mm. Yeah. I'll, um... 
you also have written all over the page, Mrs. Jessica Holland. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of hearts on that page. It's calm. All right. All right. So, Karen, do you want to give us your next one? Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. So, what I'm thinking. uh, So, previous film was more of like a classic uh, ring grudge kind of that sort of style of horror. Now we're going for more like seven thriller hardball detective sort of thing i've not seen seven so i'm just assuming I, but i presume the main characters I, are eggs i presume yeah. <laughs> real good <style. laughs> yeah um yeah so in the, so in this city town whatever i haven't really thought about it that hamlet. much hamlet in a in a quaint hamlet uh is um there's been there's been a rash of uh mysterious uh cases where people are falling into comas uh, and they're falling into these comas, and they're not waking up. And we have our our hero, who's a detective, uh, man, woman doesn't really doesn't really matter. Tom uh, Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, it's 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 Tom Holland. Uh, it, it's actually not a detective. It is Tom Holland. Uh, who's, it's just Spider Man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Spider Man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the second Spider Man movie. Uh, and so the only clue they have to go on to solve the the you know who is putting these people into these comas is um, these mysterious uh, diagrams and messages that are left uh, with uh, their thumbs. And this person, all they all they they have to go on is this, uh, and their plucky new sidekick, uh, which is a severed head, coming this summer, <laughs> heads down, thumbs up. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, now I want to want to clarify something here for the for for both the two of you and also the audience. I have no idea how to play heads down, thumbs up. All right, I, and, do, I don't know and what it's you requested because you told me this the other day, and you requested that I don't tell you how to play it. Yeah, but no. now that you've given me your idea. <laughs> I'll tell you how to play it. So basically, you play in like a classroom full of people, uh-huh. and everyone puts their heads down and their thumbs up, uh-huh. and you have say like four people around the um, that are like the the pinches, and so they go around the room and they have to like squeeze. Um, one person's thumb each. Okay. So at the end of the thing, everyone like puts their heads up. Four people stand up, and they have to guess who squeezed their thumb. Now, w- now it makes sense when I said to you when you were like, "I don't remember how to play heads, heads out, thumbs up," and I said I used to always look at their shoes, and you were like, "I don't know what the fuck you mean by that." Oh, um, right. That does no. That does. Yeah, make so you're sense supposed now. to close your eyes, put your head down, but I would always just open my eyes and look at the shoes of the person who pinched my thumbs. Uh, um, so if you if you're in primary school. Or intermediate, I think was the last time I played it. And you want to win it heads down, thumbs up. Uh, look at their shoes. Yeah. You can also tell if you like know the people. You can tell how hard they would squeeze, or if they have cold hands. That's getting real deep into it, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, wow. I mean, this that's is pro level heads. <laughs> yeah. That's like um, championship level head down, heads down, thumbs up. Well, we've learned like two things about Richard from this, which is that he's cheater. And that he knows really intimate things about his childhood friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm also into vor. <laughs> and you're also into furry vor as well. Yeah, not just vor, furry vor. Furry right. vor. So who plays the um, severed head? Who plays the severed head? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's a hot flavor right now. I wouldn't pick him personally because it's not my, really my style, but I always like to go with what the audience likes. Severed head played by Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay, yeah. 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 You know, he's he's had, he's, had a, he's had a good run lately. I think it's going to be Kevin Hart or... Or he's also had a good run lately, big with the audiences, one of the biggest male stars of all time. It's going to be The Rock. The Rock is going to play the severed head. All right. Oh, strong choice. Well, yeah. I, I like the fact, because Kevin Hart always plays on the fact that he's short. So I think seeing him without an entire body would be quite yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure he'd have a lot of jokes about that. Like, yeah. oh man, I'm usually so short, but now I don't even have a body. Like, that would probably be a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, conversely, The Rock... Yeah. He would just joke about how he's literally- he's like, oh, I'm normally so big and now I don't even have a body. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's like, ah, it's relatable jokes. Closer, yeah. And so Tom Holland plays the grizzled detective. <laughs> yeah, Tom Holland plays the grizzled detective, right. yeah. yeah. Um, but because it's 2018 and, you know, I enjoy me a good bit of representation, it's Tom Holland playing a woman who's also- In the- blackface. In blackface. <laughs> <laughs> And so this film's just called Heads Down Thumbs Up. It's just called Heads Down Thumbs well, Up. Uh, have you got a tagline? Uh, like, like, like to like uh, like a subline for the movie. That's part of the title, or just like a tagline for the, no, the for tagline the, on the poster. On the poster. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I no, I don't. Um, I thought about this on on the on the bus here. Yeah, maybe something like look at their shoes, and like, maybe, maybe maybe that's the twist. 
is that in, in the end that's how they solve the crime by oh, looking at the shoes yeah. Nah, yeah. that's cool man <laughs> <laughs> i like that you used the thing i said <laughs> in the twist of the movie yeah so because maybe like they're trying to figure out the diagrams and then it turns out because you know hubris is always the killer of the killer so maybe they're trying to figure out these diagrams and then it turns out there is actually a clue that's been subconsciously left by the killer who is played by jess who's playing the killer who's played by jess who's played oh, by jess yeah oh my god perfect then tom holland and i are star cross lovers <laughs> again yes so so tom holland who's playing a woman in blackface is a star cross lover with jess who is playing a man obviously uh and uh, well, there are no female serial killers are there Okay, no, no, you're right. No, okay, so no, Jess is just a woman. She's a she's a woman serial killer. Yeah. Um, and then they put together a clue that Jess is left subconsciously, wherein it forms the print of her shoe, and then they put it. They put yeah, because girls are obsessed with shoes. They're obsessed with shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is this person wearing six inch stilettos? Exactly. Mm. With like, and a- they're like, but the killer can't be a woman. And <laughs> like for the whole movie, they're like, all right, the killer was found. Like they've left these six inch stiletto footprints at the scene. But it can't be a woman. And so for so long, they're like, wait a minute, look at the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they work out that it is a woman. They, and they arrest her immediately. Yeah. I reckon a really good tagline would be, heads down, thumbs up. It's Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, playing a detective who figures stuff out by looking at shoes. Yeah. That's like, actually pretty catchy. So he's it's Tom Holland. He's got the Spider-Man outfit on. It's painted black. He's got like the Venom suit yeah, he's got on. the Venom suit on. <laughs> and then a wig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's a really diverse movie. And then a massive, a massive dress because if people aren't presenting as women, (laughs) you can't tell that they're women. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really diverse idea. Yeah, good. I thought so. Um, And then obviously you have the Rock who's playing the severed head, and yeah, yeah. So um, you can basically just print money. So please, you know, don't add us on Twitter because we have got everything in there. I don't see how anyone could complain about that. Nope. A, um, a flawless idea. Yeah. So, I mean, without further ado, I'll just, um, or like The Simpsons, without further apu, <laughs> um, I'll just head along Hot to Hot potato, uh, out. Um, my next idea. So, it actually also stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson starts, stop looking at my idea. Dwayne The Rock Johnson stars in this fun, family-friendly action comedy from the director of San Andreas and Rampage. Scientists discover that- Is that the same director? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think so. Really? Don't at me. That's kind of cool. (laughs) I'm I'm going to believe it. Scientists discover that Manhattan was built on an active volcano and it's going to erupt. The city makes preparations to save themselves, but before they're done, the head scientist realized he's miscalculated. Classic It's going to erupt now. (gasps) Um, The Rock is trapped in one building while his super hot daughter is trapped in a different building with her boyfriend who The Rock does not approve of. He's played by Tom Holland. Um, Wait, hey, the, the daughter? The daughter? Yeah, and Jess is playing the, the super hot daughter. Um, <laughs> a lot of CGI required. <laughs> um, Joke's on you, mate. You're the one dating me. It's not canon on the podcast oh, yet. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon on the podcast. Yeah. Um, we don't want to act like the only way we can know a girl is like, and like have a friendship with a girl as if one of the... Anyway. Wait, I listened to I listened to your uh, Legally Blonde episode. Didn't they have a girl on it? Yeah. Or are you dating her as well? No, AJ's dating her. Oh, okay. no, she, he's not. I'm sorry, Kate. I'm sorry to imply that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry, Kate. <laughs> um, anyway, he has to make it across the city while keeping a good distance above ground because this summer, the floor is lava. probably the best out of all of it yeah i was gonna say that that like i i feel i feel like all our other other ideas they're gonna be modest box office hits maybe some will be <laughs> so maybe some of them will be uh you know receive critical acclaim the floor is lava is gonna be panned but it's gonna fucking rake in the <laughs> big bucks you know what i mean yeah. you pretty much have like a poster already because what's that film where he's like jumping from a crane into a you just you just get the picture from that poster and then just get a google image search lava crop it and just stick it on the bottom yeah done Perfect. yeah no that's that's actually what exactly what i have in my head um yeah I reckon that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, yeah it's pretty, I would watch it. It's great. Yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I, I'd watch it. Yeah. 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 Um, Not the least for the opportunity to see a uh, CGI Jess 
um, being a star-crossed lover with Tom Holland uh, yet again, which is obviously like it's it's the role they were born to play. Yeah, um, but you also like Tom Holland. Obviously, like he's a, he's a, honestly he's he's been breaking out since <laughs> Spider Man. He's yeah. done a range of films. But so like once The Rock finally gets to rescue his daughter and Tom Holland, the boyfriend, he uh, The Rock gets there and he realizes, hey. You're Spider-Man. Couldn't you have like swung my daughter across the city to me rather than putting me in harm's way and um, having my partner Kevin Hart die in in lava? Oh, so Kevin Hart's the partner as well. Well, of course, you can't ever rock me with that Kevin Hart. Obviously, sorry. I'd, I'd... But would Tom Holland did say, "Well, we spent all the CGI budget on Jess, so we we couldn't spend any more on Spider-Man." Yeah. 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 And then Iron Man comes in and he's like. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right, so yeah, there's some some and good. And then Thor is there, the Guardians of the Galaxy are there, and then like Bucky, Captain America. It's just Infinity War, but with the rock and lava. Yeah. Part two. Part two. Yeah, this is what happens after the the controversial end of Infinity War. It's Avengers four is just the floor is lava, and then at the end you find out one of the characters was Spider Man. So Avengers four. Right. Is Infinity the, is, War. Is the ending to Infinity War controversial? Uh, well, I mean, like, controversial in the sense that we have to wait so long for the fourth one. And people are like, oh, I didn't want it to end. And it is actually half a movie. Like, people said it wasn't going to be, but it kind of is. And wait. Not that that's a bad thing. I, I loved Infinity War. Yeah, no, same. Did you say the end was that controversial? Yeah, no, that, that, yeah. that was what Richard said. And I was oh, like, right. really? It was controversial? Like, I, I, I... I thought that you hadn't seen it. And I was oh. like, oh, oh, no, it's, it's everything's fine. Oh, no. Oh, no, anyway. the ending of Infinity War is very mild. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen Infinity War, very mild. Yeah, I haven't spoiled anything for you. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we've we've suggested some cool things. There, is there any other, um, like, I haven't asked you guys to prepare anything, but like, are there any other games that you thought you wanted to do, but you couldn't think of any ideas for or anything like that? Or like any other games you played as a child that we could all have a go at group pitching one? Yeah, I reckon I kind of wanted to do Catch and Kiss. Oh, oh, <gasps> oh! I, I, I can, I can see it now. It's a uh, art house romantic comedy set in the Tuscan countryside. Very light, uh, lots of lots of heavy dialogue between characters about the nature of romance and love, and mm-hmm. it's all about catching that perfect person, giving them the kiss. Mm-hmm. Just to- I, I see it as like a catch me if you can, a young Leo DiCaprio. Except it's not young Leo DiCaprio because he's. About a thousand years old at this point. Yeah, and he sucks. Well, we'll spend our whole CGI budget on making him young again. Nice. Actually, you know what? And then we'll build a set rather than filming it in Tuscany. You know what? Instead of casting Leonardo DiCaprio and using CGI to make him younger, you know what we do? We cast Tom Holland and we use CGI to make him look like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> you just use unused footage from Critters 3 yeah. and edit it together to create a thing. Um, see, where I was going to go with Catch and Kiss is... Um, oh, Okay, so you get back to your hard-boiled detectives. Oh, okay. Um, they're catching... They're, they're after a, a serial rapist called oh. Georgie Porgy Puddington Pie. <gasps> oh, my God. Kisses the girls and makes them cry. I mean, obviously, it's a lot darker than that. But well, yeah. Like, yeah. But we're, we're up to... Anyway, that's right. Uh, that, that's, uh, that was a thing. Georgie yeah, Porgy that, Puddington yeah, Pie. That, that was a thing. Yeah, 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 no, just make that, that, that up. About it. What about if it was a dark story about criminals on the run and it's about dementors hunting them down and giving them the dementors Chris and it's just like a Harry Potter spinoff Kitchen yeah, Kiss cool. I like it yeah be yeah. a chance to explore the wider Harry Potter universe yeah. yeah without going too dark into the rape stuff I said nah oh so yeah. the, wait so the dementors are raping people now <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, let's not go down that road Karen, did you have any, any games you played when you were a kid uh, so, um, I did, so I did actually have another idea while we were doing this uh, while we were doing this podcast did you guys ever play a game called Silent Ball no no okay so basically everyone stands on their chair and they just toss oh no ball. yes I did yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like, I feel like everyone plays this game so what I'm imagining uh, is um, it's like Saw it's like Saw, but it's good, and it's based on a children's game. Uh, so everyone is 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 trapped, you know, in a room, and they're all, you know, they are literally playing the game. It, it's like tag, but they're they're playing the game, and they're and they're tossing it, they're tossing a ball backwards and forwards. But it's more about what happened to make them to get them in the situation because they're all playing the game, 
to get out of like a debt or, or to repay someone. Is the game playing them? <gasps> I mean, obviously, you know, that would be the twist at the end is that like you the know, ball is sentient. The ball is the ball is Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you know okay, you know what it is? Actually, it's 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 slightly arty. It's not like Saw. It's more like Cube, which is the predecessor to Saw that was made in Canada and was uh, uh, perhaps better, but I've never yeah. seen either. It now, sucks. now by arty, do you mean Kevin her arty? Well, okay, hear me out. Okay. So, so what? So what I'm thinking is, you know, we're taking risk. We're experimenting with the movie here. It's more about the backstories that led them to this situation. You know, plenty of flashbacks and interactions between characters, conversations, that sort of thing, and obviously the risk of uh, horrific dismemberment. The ball is played by Kevin Hart, of course. However, in our room here playing Silent Ball, we have nine different characters from all different walks of life. You've got Tom Holland. You've got The Rock. No. No, no, no. You've got Tom Holland. 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 And our final character, also Tom Holland. Tom Holland is playing all nine characters. Wasn't that eight? Oh, fuck. Tom Holland. <laughs> Um, yeah, Tom Holland is playing all nine characters, okay. and Kevin Hart is the ball. Well, so you've got Spider Man, you've mm-hmm. got the kid from The Impossible, you've got that kid from um, uh, uh, In the Heart of the Sea. Um, yeah, I think he was in. He's also playing Nathan Drake um, from Uncharted. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's oh. there. They're doing an Uncharted movie. He's oh, good on him. Yeah, well, it's it's like cool because it's like oh, if you're not gonna if you can't do the day the, do the actual game, you know, do it with a young Nathan Drake um, played by yeah. Tom Holland. Uh, he's also in a movie. Uh, I want to say Chaos Walking, but that sounds wrong. Uh, with Daisy Ridley coming up, you have to play that character. Um, Billy Elliot. Billy, well, yeah, well, he was Billy Elliot on Broadway, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, and then you know, and then you've got just Tom Holland normally. Um, do, I, do I actually say Spider Man? Yeah, I think Spider Man. Spider Man was the first one. Oh no! Well, then you have um, the Iron Spider. Yeah, the Iron Spider, and then you have uh, the boyfriend from The Floor Is Lava. Ah, uh, of course. And then finally, you have uh, the female blackface detective from Heads <laughs> uh, Down, Thumbs Up. <laughs> Again, a very diverse movie. A very diverse movie. Yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, you know, to see how all of those cross over together, because obviously you've got the detective from Heads Down, Thumbs Up, the boyfriend from The Floor Is Lava. This is a further expansion on the children's game cinematic universe. Wow. Yeah. I try to think of what games I used to play as a kid. Um, oh, you could do like a um, like a Saving Private Ryan shot version of like Bull Rush. I love it. Mm. Or like, um, oh, like um, oh, like Stuck in the Mud or like um, Seaweed. Do you guys play that? Yes. Um, oh, but like people outside of New Zealand might not know these games, but like what I would say is Seaweed was a game where you... Um, Everyone starts, you've got like one person tagging, everyone starts on one end of like the hall or the field you're playing on, you run to the other side, the tagging person tries to tag them. If you get tagged, you only have... For some reason I thought there were glasses with no lenses, I don't know why. Yeah, Kira just randomly touched the lens on my glasses. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not wearing them to be fair. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and then when you get tagged, you have to stand still and you can only tag people by like waving your arms. Um, so if you if someone... Gets ta- if you get tagged by someone that's like seaweed, you're standing pretty close to them. But eventually, you make like a line across, and it's hard to get past. Um, yeah, so you could do some version of that. I don't know. I did waste a lot of time explaining the game, so it feels that's like fun. I would be building something. Well, well you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce off that idea. You could do like a Escape from New York, uh, you know, sort of zombie kind of film where it's like we have our characters trying to get somewhere. You do know there aren't zombies in Escape from New York. No, no, so no, Escape from New York crossed with zombies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen Escape from New York either. Nor so. have I. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, so you could kind of combine the two. So, like, you know, we have like a cast of characters, but, you know, one by one, they all kind of like become the thing is actually a much better comparison. Yeah, it's still Kurt Russell. He's, oh, he's yeah. also an uh, escape from New York. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can you could kind of, you know, go do like a spin off of that that sort of uh, that sort of thing. Sorry, what well, was that related to? Is that like for, for seaweed? For seaweed, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, because you explained the game so much, so I wanted to like add something onto it yeah, so it right. wasn't a massive waste of time. What about an Aquaman sequel that's just called Seaweed? Oh, oh and yeah, that's okay. And just uh, all the people of, is it Atlantis? Yeah. Yeah, it's Atlantis. The Lost Wait, Empire. Is it? <gasps> Milo's return. Milo's return. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Aquaman's the king of Atlantis. Oh, that kind of. Huh. 
what how's, about how's and that he meets the Little Mermaid. Um, okay, and then so that way it crosses over with the DC universe, mm. which ensures that our cinematic universe is going to fail. Yes. Um, well, that's all we have time for. Um, I mean, we could make this as long as we want, but we're running out of content. So it's <laughs> yeah. already gone on for far too long. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we managed to stretch it out as long as we did. I'm, I'm really proud of you guys. You brought um, some good ideas to the table, as did I. Mm. Um, if you like this podcast, um, feel free to like uh, Cult Popshire on Facebook, Instagram, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Uh, send us an email, media at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, get in touch. We love getting feedback. If you listen to this, uh, actually, this might be available on YouTube, I think. Anyway, it'll be on SoundCloud. SoundCloud's a way to check it out or iTunes or however you listen to your podcasts. So let us know if you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I already said that. What I meant to say just then was... Uh, let us know what you thought of each of our pitches. What was your favourite? Uh, how would you improve on any of them? What are some games you played as a child and how would you make a movie out of them? And how would you tie them into the Marvel Cinematic Universe so that our Cinematic Universe could succeed? Yeah. And um, what do you we think do have of- Spider-Man in a lot of our films. Oh, that's, that's true. Oh, I just found a picture of um, Misty eating Pikachu. There's some interesting boar. So... Fans of Vore out there, give that a Google. Um, yeah, there is there is normal person Vore. It's not all furry Vore. Although that was not normal person Vore. That was Misty eating Pikachu. True, true. Someone make some cult pop show rule thirty four Vore now. That's gonna yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're into that. Go for it. Yeah, make it. I mean, don't don't tell us about it, but make it. Can I tell people where to find me? Uh yeah, sure. Yeah, you're part of the Cop Option family, but you you'd have your little side bitches. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be like yeah. So, uh, Mr. K Bennett, where, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and you can check out uh, another couple of po- podcasts that I'm on uh, for Crits and Giggles, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Obviously, I was on the, the Dungeons and Dragons episode, the film franchise Fortnite. That's at for CNG podcast on Twitter. Um, and if you like comic books, uh, you can check out Inks and Issues, which is uh, at Inks and Issues on Twitter, and that's a comic book review podcast. But um, yeah, thanks for having me on, uh, Richard. And, hey, no, and- you're part of the family now, dude. Oh, I f- you know what? I bloody well feel like it. <laughs> All right, and um, thanks again to Jess for spending time with us. Looking at Vore. Looking at Vore. Discovering what it is. And if you didn't know what Vore is, thanks for listening. And if you did, I don't want your company. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.